Hello, and welcome to At Home with Ashley G. I'm Ashley Gronwald, a real estate agent, mother of three, living in Raleigh, North Carolina with my husband, Jed. I hope you'll join me as we discuss all things that begin in the home, such as family, marriage, faith, parenting, organizing, and plus a sprinkle of real estate. I look forward to building a community with you as we navigate the joys of owning a home and making it our safe haven for our family, because home is where it all begins. Hi everyone, it's Ashley Grunwald with Hunter Road Real Estate and I have Wendy Simmons here with me. So thanks Wendy for joining me. You're welcome. So Wendy and I work together at Hunter Row, helping our buyers and sellers in this crazy market. And so we thought we want to set aside 15 minutes just so we can go through what we're seeing in this marketplace because it's crazy and buyers and sellers want to know what is it going to take to get a house in this market? Or um, what are some of the tools and tricks and tips you have to navigate this market? And so Wendy and I have a lot of those. And so we just wanted to spend some time going through those. And so we're going to talk about what we're seeing, our experience, and then we would encourage you to reach out with questions, ideas, thoughts. We want to talk with you to see if we might be able to help you in the process of buying or selling. So Wendy is a licensed agent that works on my team with me. So we work together hand in hand and are having a lot of fun <laughs> navigating this crazy market, but it is crazy. Every day is different and we're learning as we go because this is something that most real estate agents have never seen in our area specifically. So it's new to us all and we're navigating it together. So Wendy, um, why don't we get started with some questions that we've come up with that might be helpful that I think our buyers and sellers are already thinking about. Yeah, I'll throw a combo at you first. I just want to know, like, what are you seeing? What are we seeing in this market? And why do you think it's such a strong seller's market? now. Yeah. I, I mean, what you and I are constantly telling our buyers and sellers is that it's extremely competitive. And the reason for that is supply and demand drives everything. We know that from mm -hmm. economics class. And so our supply is low, demand is high, and that creates this crazy market we're in where prices are just really, really high, skyrocket high. And then we see bidding wars. We see 20 mm -hmm. to 30 offers on one home because there's that much demand and not enough properties to fulfill that demand. So um, our inventory is way too low right now to meet the, the demand of buyers in our marketplace. And I think there's lots of reasons for that, but one of them being that we are in a really great area of the country and people want to move here. Mm -hmm. We've had really, really low affordable housing for longer than we probably should have. And now our market is catching up to what we should have been probably five years ago. And so it's been rapid the last two years, which has caused a little bit of maybe some panic, some anxiety for people because it's just been so fast. Um, even though we're seeing it across the country, for sure, our area um, is experiencing it in a way that we just haven't seen, you know, in the last decade. And so we're, we're catching up a little bit, I think. Yeah. Also, um, homes buying sight unseen to add to yes. that. Yes. Yeah. Which is really crazy. And it doesn't make sense to a lot of people. Well, that rolls right into our next question, which is the whole time you've been licensed. Have you ever seen anything like this before? I have not. And I would assume you would say the same because I've been doing this 12 years. You've been doing it the last few years. And mm -hmm. no, there's nothing like this. And I would say most real estate agents in this area has have not seen this. So it's really important if you're going to work with an agent to help you buy or sell, to have someone who's versed in this market. Because even if you were licensed 10 years ago, I don't know how much that information would help you 
in a market today, I mean, we see that all the time with our buyers who have other influencers like family members who bought five, 10 years ago that are trying to encourage and talk them through the process. And it's just so different that sometimes that can be unproductive because the market now is not what it was then. And so in my 12 years, I've never seen anything like this and we are learning as we go. But I will say for the last probably consistently two years, it's been pretty consistent crazy. <laughs> and so <laughs> the last two years, we've gotten some rhythms, some strategies and tools to give our buyers and sellers to be successful. But I mean, we don't know what the future holds. We're just kind of guiding them as we go. And I mean, there's nothing that we have coming into the light that's saying our market's going to drastically change. Yes, interest rates have been um, right. increasing and it sounds like they will probably continue this year. So I think that'll make an impact, but I don't think it's going to be drastic. And I think the fear of everyone paying these high premiums for houses is that what's going to happen You know, if I need to sell? Well, you and I know we had a buyer who bought a year ago, paid a premium and then had to sell, not planning to, a year later and made a hundred grand. I mean, right. you and I experienced that firsthand and those buyers were anxious about their purchase a year ago and very thrilled a year later when they profited what they did. Right. Everyone wants to ask, they want to ask, when are things going to slow down? Are they? And our answer can't ever be yes, Sally. So yeah. Right. Okay. So are, is this happening in all areas of the triangle? Do you find people trying to target some spots that they think this won't be the market or won't be the case? Or what do you see there? Yeah, I think in the previous markets, we've said that, you know, that there are areas that have appreciated faster and that are more competitive for sure. But this seems to be impacting every square inch of our jurisdiction. I mean, you experienced it yesterday. You were showing a home in Pittsburgh that will probably go for a hundred thousand over list price in multiple offers. We have buyers all over the triangle, Wake Forest, Clayton, Holly Springs, Nightdale, Durham, Raleigh. And it just doesn't seem to discriminate against any of the areas or price points. I mean, and we'll get into this maybe a little bit more as we go, but just like I am seeing slight differences in price points, but again, this is ever shifting. So mm -hmm. what I say today might not be as accurate, you know, six months from now, but as of right now, we're telling buyers all across the triangle, it doesn't matter where price point or even style of home, townhome versus single family, like it doesn't seem to matter. Mm -hmm. The market is still a very competitive seller's market where there's not enough inventory to meet the demand. Yeah. So would you mind sharing? Um, Cause we have, we've had some buyers get homes. So what are you, um, what are you telling our buyers? Yeah. And that's what I know. It's like, I feel like I'm discouraging more people to, from entering into the marketplace than encouraging them. But like you just said, we've had a lot of buyers get some houses and recently it's just, it's not for the weary. It's not for the faint of heart. It's not easy. If you're coming into this, you know, thinking you're going to get a deal or you're going to pay under a list price, or you're going to be calling the shots as a buyer, you're in the wrong market. Unfortunately, right. I would say, you know, either reevaluate or maybe take a step back because this market is driven by sellers. We know that more than anything. And I hate that because 
you know, a lot of times when I'm representing the buyer, they feel like, who do you represent, the seller or me? And it's like, we represent you, but if you want a house, this is what it's taking. I mean, I've heard jokes of like buyers saying that they would pay the seller's tuition for their kids to go to college just to get a house, you know, right. not really. I don't think, I don't know that personally, but I mean, you and I, what we're experiencing and what we're telling them is, hey, if you have a budget, let's say of 400,000, we need to be looking 350,000, not at 400,000 homes. Before we used to stretch our buyers 50,000 over their list, their budget price, because we could negotiate down. That's not the world we're in anymore. So if your budget's 400, we're searching at 350, knowing that you could very well have to pay up to 400 to get that 350 list price home. So that's one thing. And then just like you were telling a buyer, um, yesterday, like you have to have cash in hand right. very quickly because when your offer is accepted, if it is, your due diligence fee is due. And that due diligence fee used to be low thousands. Now it's 50,000 easy. So, I mean, you and I have kind of come up with, it's not that we won't go show you a home if you don't have 30,000 so cash, but if you don't, it's pretty frustrating the process. I mean, you're there with buyers looking at homes, they're excited, they want to write an offer. And then when we ask them, well, we've got to come up with a due diligence fee, how much do you have? I mean, you and I are saying to them 30, 40, 50 plus. I mean, right. I will say I just wrote an offer last night, 100,000 due diligence did not get the house, $100,000 cash offer, 35,000 over list price, didn't get it, not considered as the, you know, the winning bidder. So I think you and I often do this is just tell our buyers stories. And so it's not our opinion. It's not right. us speculating. We're saying, this is what happened last night when we offered. Here's what happened last week. This is what's going on with our listings because we represent both. So you and I just listed a house in Wake Forest. We had 30 plus showings, 15 ish offers, all of them drastically over list price. And it's, I mean, we can look at our buyers and say, this is what it took for this buyer to get this house. And it's crazy, you know? Right. Yeah. And I would say, yeah, the ones that haven't gotten a house, unfortunately, that's what we've seen. They're the ones that have been waiting six months a year. So it's kind of like, you can try, but from experience, we know from multiple people, it's not going to work. So yeah. go into that a little more about due diligence fees, if you wouldn't yeah. mind. Yeah. And that's local to our market. So if you're in another state, this may not apply. So you want to know your state um, real estate laws, but here it's due diligence. And so we're a buyer beware state. And so buyers, when they come to the table to write an offer, they don't have to offer due diligence, but you will not be getting a house if you do not write a competitive due diligence fee. Now, good news, you get that back at closing. And so all of our buyers have gotten their due diligence money back because they bought the home that their offer was accepted on. But that due diligence fee is non-refundable. If you walk away for any reason, inspections, appraisal gaps, you change your mind one morning when you wake up and decide you don't want to buy this house, that money would be lost. So you can imagine with these really high due diligence fees, 30, 50, 60, 100,000, buyers are not walking away anymore. They're too invested. And so you just have to keep that in mind that you've got to have the cash, but you've also got to have the courage to be able to put it on the table, knowing it's at risk unless you buy the house, you get it back. Um, which, yeah, some people that experience that before don't understand. Usually you would get to inspect it before you, but you just got to go for it. But we do, um, just for everyone out there, we look the best we can on anything that would be a significant 
issue, just so you know from the best from our point of view, you know, what you're going to get. Exactly. Okay. So what do you recommend to sellers that also need to buy another home? Yeah, that's tricky right now because most sellers have a ton of equity in their home that they need to use for a down payment on the new house. And so there's a couple scenarios you and I usually line out for the the seller buyer combo is, you know, ideal, perfect world. You qualify to buy without selling and you're willing to go offer on a new home, move into that new home, close and that's done. And then we list your old house and sell it. That's the easiest, most uncomplicated way to not disrupt your family life and be able to not be pushed by a timeline of we've got to find a house in the next month type of thing. So that's option one. And most buyers come to me and say, I would never own two homes at the same time, or I would never want to. And I understand that. But the way the mortgage is set up, you usually don't have a double payment for any given month. The way we work, the way the mortgage is set up, we can align all of that. So if you're closing on your new home, we list your home quickly after close in 30 days, you don't have an overlap month of two mortgage payments. Right. So if you cannot just go and buy a new home without selling yours, the other option you could do is like a home equity line of credit. Those are really popular. We've got a couple of our clients doing that called a HELOC. You can go to your bank for that. That's to pull the equity out of your home to be able to go offer on another house. That's an option. You can talk to a banker about that. Um, the other option is we do everything to prepare your house for sale. So you and I have our team go out, take a look. We, um, do all the things to get it ready, prep wise, paint, carpet, staging, you know, get it as close to being ready as possible. And then as that family is looking for a new home, we can quickly list their home once they are under contract on a house. Cause as you know, I mean, we're telling buyers it's taking longer because you might offer on three or four homes before you get one. And so have your house ready to go so that once you do get an offer accepted within a week, we can turn around, list your home, under contract in a weekend, close in 30 days, and usually close simultaneously so that you don't own two properties at any one time. So that's another option. Okay. What's going to happen this spring and summer? And what would we tell people considering buying or selling? Yeah. I think what the conversation you and I are having is like, we have got to be prepared because traditionally spring and summer are busiest times of the year. So we've got to be prepared with our team ready to go and then educating our buyers so that they're not just going out there looking if they're not able to actually execute an offer or a contract and move forward because it is a very competitive market. So I would say I only foresee the market increasing in its insanity. So list price, contract price gaps getting even larger. So we've been telling people 25 to 50,000 over list price just assume that. I would say that 50 is going to start inching up over 50. Mm -hmm. And then due diligence fees, we're telling people 30 to 50, I would say probably 50 plus is going to be the new norm come spring, summer and more sight unseen that sight unseen right. offers where people are like, we see the pictures online, we're going to offer with good faith and hope. Mm -hmm. And then that will probably if it does like last year, tail off a little bit come fall, winter, but I would say the spring and summer, it's going to be more sight unseen, higher purchase price, the list price and larger appraisal gaps, unfortunately. And yeah. You just have to be ready to go <laughs> and have like kind of backups lined up and mm -hmm. 
as we've told multiple buyers, there is going to be more inventory probably in the spring and summer, but there's going to be a lot more people looking. So right. a lot more competition as well. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, good to have this chat with you. Yeah. If anybody has questions or want to reach out, please do. Wendy and I, again, work as a team at Hunter Row. And so we're happy to walk you through this process or at least have a consultation with you or a conversation about what this might look like for you. And some of our buyers are not ready now, but are preparing to be ready in six months or a year. And so don't um, hesitate to reach out. But hopefully this is a good snapshot of what to be prepared for. Talk to your real estate agent, talk to your lender, start having some discussions about, you know, what it would take to be able to buy without selling and then what it would take to get your house ready to list. And we're happy to help with all those things. So, well, thanks, Wendy, for your time. And hopefully we'll get to see some of you soon. Yeah, thanks. All right. See you. Thank you for joining me today. And if you connected with something that was said, I hope you will share this with a friend, subscribe and leave a review. Thanks for sharing this journey with me at home where it all begins.